Welcome to RJ Answers. Joining us today is 27-year-old entrepreneur Adil Jama. She's the owner of Hadia Decor, which does wedding and event styling decor services. Adil is in the process of paying down her student loans and her credit cards. She's also trying to grow her company and eventually save for a down payment. She's not sure whether to hold off on further investing in her business in order to finish paying off her debt or to focus on the company. Here's our conversation. Hi, this is Rebecca Jarvis, and you're with us on RJ Answers. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for calling in. Tell me what your name is and how we can help you. Hi. So, okay, my name's Adil Jama, um, and I'm a 27-year-old entrepreneur, and so I own a business um, in California, like I do wedding decor services. And so I guess my question is, um, me and my husband have been working aggressively to pay our pay down our debt um, in this past like year, 2017. And so now that my business is king up, I have more uh, money coming in. I was wondering, would it be smart to kind of redirect the business profits and, you know, finish paying down our student loans and and eventually save for a house, or should I just kind of concentrate on growing my business? Well, first off, congratulations on the business, and you've been aggressively paying down your debt. I love to hear that. That's a wonderful thing, and especially that the fact that you're doing this at 27 years old, uh, really important to get rid of that, especially that high-interest credit card debt, as quickly as possible, which sounds like that's been a big focus of yours. Tell me something. How How's the business doing? I mean, it's doing amazing. Um, so I spent a lot of money in the first year, like investing, but I guess the first year I made, well, within a seven month period of time, because I started it in March, um, we made like a hundred thousand in sales. And so it was not what I expected. So it was great. And so how much did you spend to make, to make that amount? So I spent about 60,000. Okay. So a $40,000 profit in your first year. Correct. Not bad. Congratulations. so, So Yeah, thank you. So we just kind of did some upgrades, you know, moved from a storage to a warehouse. And so we kind of just got the business stabilized. So we're like up and running. And so now that I have a lot more income coming in, I was just wondering, do I continue to like grow the business or continue paying down my debt aggressively? Because I'm not sure as a business owner what route to take. So let me ask you this. How much do you think your business will grow next year from this year? So uh, my accountant is expecting it by at least 30%. Did you say 30% growth? Yeah. So he's expecting, yeah. That's phenomenal. he told me. So yeah, with more clients and whatnot. Uh, Fantastic. So first off, You've done a great job. You've aggressively paid down your debt and somehow managed to launch a business at the same time that's profitable in the first year, which can be very rare. It's rare that businesses launch and actually make enough money to cover their expenses. And second of all, you're growing 30% next year. You have to feel good about that. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you should. It's fantastic. There there are a lot of companies out there that launch and they don't make money right away. So good work. The, the debt. Thank you. How much debt would do you have left at this point, especially the credit card, the high interest credit card debt? Okay, so we have about nine thousand left on um, our credit card debt, and about thirty two thousand left in student loans. And what is the, the combined total? Yeah, what is the interest rate you're paying on the student loans? The thirty two thousand. Oh, so it's about 
6%, yeah, each loan. 6%, which, not mm-hmm. bad. I mean, usually student loans, assuming that they're from the government-backed student loans, usually Correct. the interest rate is low. If you got a loan from a bank or a private company while you're in school, oftentimes those interest rates are higher. So that that debt is what what some would call good debt or better debt because it doesn't come with a high interest rate and you can make the payments... And I'm sure you're on a payment plan at this point, yes? Yes. So if you continue to make those payments, while you will incur some interest, it's nowhere near as high as that interest that you're paying on that $9,000 in credit card debt. Do you know what the interest is you're paying on that $9,000? Yeah, so that is at like 9%. Nine. Okay, well, that's not nearly as bad as I was expecting. Did you consolidate and put it on a lower interest rate loan, on a lower interest rate credit card? Smart. Okay. So you've already done that. There are people out there probably listening who have similar sizes of debt, but not paying that 9% interest rate. It is something that the fact that you figured out how to put it on a lower interest rate credit card or credit cards, plural, is a smart thing. Um, Obviously, you have to look at that and see if there are fees attached because sometimes moving a large credit card balance to something else to a new card that's low interest or no interest can oftentimes incur fees. You have to do the math on that. I'm assuming you did. You already said you have an accountant. So that's fantastic. Here's the thing. You have to do what's right for you. But because you're talking to an accountant, I'm assuming that you've asked your accountant for advice around this. What is your what does your accountant say specifically to do? He's telling me to pay down all my debt, even student loans. I, I think that, that it is a smart thing to do. That's also a philosophical thing with the student loans. Um, you know, carrying some people are not comfortable carrying any debt. Some people are more comfortable carrying the student loans. All of these things will will grow and grow much faster than uh, one might expect. That's the problem with debt. Um, so mm-hmm. it's important. I would say, obviously, um, y- you were aggressive in paying down your debts initially. Did you did you do the the method where you just paid off the highest interest rates loans? That it's called the avalanche method when you were originally paying yeah. down. Smart. Okay, so I would recommend continuing on that method where you pay off aggressively the highest interest rate loans. So get rid of that credit card debt. Now, I want to come back to this idea of the business because you can simultaneously, do you believe you can simultaneously invest and expand the business at the same time as paying down that student loan debt? I do. I think I would just slow down on like inventory purchasing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as much. And so I think what I was thinking was cut back on inventory purchases this year and use that money towards debt. Um, but still grow the business in terms of marketing and brand awareness. And you can still grow the business, you believe, 30% doing that? I'm hoping. I have my accountant believes that. And so um, with like in my in my line of business with like wedding, doing wedding decor, I get a lot of my clients, you know, one to two months before the actual event. And so it's kind of been like a month to month sort of, yeah, growth. And so... I'm always like a little bit cautious, but then by the end of the month, it's like, whoa, I've got, you know, three new bookings, all this income that I wasn't expecting. And so that's just kind of how I've been able to like steadily grow this business. And so forecasting, it's a little hard to say, but 
Well, first of all, it happened last year. So the, the fact that you're looking at everything, basing it off of what's happened and you've talked to your accountant and you think that you can simultaneously pay off this massive debt and grow the business 30 percent. I think you've got the best of both worlds there. So if if your accountant and you believe that that's totally possible, then I 100 percent applaud that idea, because if you're one person. And unless you're at this moment thinking about wanting to hire additional employees and expand the business that way, which you very well might want to do at some point um, Mm -hmm. to to be able to have what sounds to me uh, for you philosophically to be debt free, that will free you of that feeling um, and simultaneously have a blooming, growing business. You've got the best of both worlds there. Let me ask you this. Have you thought about how, how do you how do you structure your contracts inside of your business? That that one to two months of lead time. Do you take uh, does do your customers pay? Do your clients pay something up front uh, or do they pay everything the day of? No. So what I do is um, once they sign in book, it's a 50 percent deposit up front. And then the remaining balance is due three weeks before their event date. Perfect. So the way you've structured it is good, too, because that way, you know, you mentioned not investing as much in new products and things like that. If if you don't have the business coming in, then you don't have to buy the products and you know your business and you know what you are going to need in advance, it sounds like. Correct. Yes. Well, what do you need my help for, Adele? It sounds like everything's going great. <laughs> I think just reassurance, um, <laughs> reassurance to just make sure I'm doing this right, because I listen to you like every week. I'm just such a huge fan. And so I just want to make sure that I'm, I don't know, I was just being cautious and I just, I don't come from a business background. And so for this all to happen in such a short amount of time, I'm just, I just want to make sure I know exactly what I'm doing. Well, I I think to me, it sounds like you totally know what you're doing and it's really admirable, um, especially from my standpoint, it's really admirable that you've been successful on both fronts because a lot of people will target one or the other. They'll think about the debt or they'll think about the business, but they'll say, oh, I just can't think about both things. It's too much. And what you've done is you've created some freedom for yourself by being really strict with your budget and Frankly, any good business owner is going to have to be strict with their budget. And of course, people will say, well, you have to know where to spend money and when to spend money. Of course, that's an important part of it. But if you run out of money, if you run out of that credit line, there's no business left. (laughs) I know. Exactly. I totally understand. (laughs) What was your background? And by the way, thank you for listening. I love that you're enjoying what we are doing here on No Limits. It honestly is why we do what we do on No Limits. No, absolutely. Like have fallen in love with your show. So yeah, no, not a problem. And uh, my background is I'm actually an English major. And so I never thought like go into business, but my dad is a business owner and I grew up around business. So I guess it brought me back. What was the turning point that said, I got to launch this thing? When I graduated, got a job, I was making steady income, but I was just bored and I just did not I just could not imagine myself like nine to five every day. And I kept itching to go on vacation and to travel. And then I just realized in order for me to like live the life I want to live, I would need to be an entrepreneur. And what did you have in place when you quit that lucrative job in order to launch the new business? Faith, my family, (laughs) my husband, honestly, like I didn't even save. I just kind of won it. Like I sold my car, um, and then just started saving from there and just 
Yeah, I, I don't even know how I did it. <laughs> do you have an emergency guess, fund, by the way? Now I do, yes. Okay, now good. we saved up a bit of an emergency. Yeah, and so not a lot. I'm looking to definitely increase that by this year, but yeah, I do. It's it's an important thing to add to that emergency fund. And you mentioned your husband. What does he do? Does he have a job that allows him to invest at all for retirement or things like that? Definitely. So he actually works for the government. He's a project manager. And so um, thank God for him because he has the insurance, the retirement, <laughs> the steady paycheck. So all it's, important it's things. Reassuring. And also great that in, in the midst of all of this, that he also is putting away money for retirement because uh, the government matches in some way those retirement, those pensions. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's important if you have access to that type of thing to take advantage, because if you're not taking advantage of that, it's money on the table. It's basically you want to think of it like your own compensation. If the company that you work for said this year, we're going to pay you eighty five thousand dollars instead of 80. But you have to do this thing. Well, of course, you'd take the eighty five thousand dollars. But a lot of people don't think of it that way and they leave money on the table. So sounds to me, Adil, like you're doing a lot lot of the right things and a lot of smart stuff. Tell me the name of your business. My business is called Hadia Decor. How do you spell that? H-A-D-I-Y-A. H-A-D-I-Y-A. And where do you do your business? Where do you conduct business primarily? In, In Seattle. In Seattle. All right. So anyone who's listening in Seattle... You heard it straight from Adil. She's offering the best that you can get. Um, and she's really smart, too. So, by the way, if she's if she's hanging out with you, you might as well ask her for some financial tips while you're at it. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate you calling in, Adil. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener. Sincerely, you are why we're doing this here. Um, and good luck and keep us posted on everything. I'm excited to hear about the business in the rest of this year in 2018. 30% growth. That is uh, nothing to sneeze at. Oh, thank you so much. Take care. You as well. Thanks, Rebecca. Thanks so much to everyone for listening. Remember, if you have a question, you want to have a conversation with me here on the podcast, send those career questions to me here at No Limits with RJ Podcast at gmail.com. Have a great weekend. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts.